0: Let's take a look at some of the indie games announced at OTK's first attempt at a gaming showcase. June 9th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a Daily Gaming News podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Saudi Arabia is continuing to make investments into gaming and in television's Amico is officially a disaster. Yesterday, the gaming organization started by streamers One True King did their first ever gaming showcase focusing on indie titles. Along with over 30 games showcased, OTK gave out a $50,000 grant to put towards one of these games development. While there are way too many games to go over, what I will do is pick out one of each genre that got my attention. But if you want to check out the whole showcase, a link will be in today's show description. That being said, let's start with action games. The one that caught my eye was Gory Cuddle Carnage, which is a cat flying around on a cursing hoverboard that kills things. Next is Adventure Games, and out of the four that were shown off, the first one, Arto, got my attention, which is an open-world hack-and-slash game with an artistic twist. Arto changes the art style when you progress. In strategy games, the RTS Immortal Gates of Pyre looks really interesting. In the developer interview, we found out that Immortal is focusing on making the RTS genre more accessible. To that end, Immortal looks to be combining the best parts of Starcraft 2 and Age of Empires. For platformers, Robotry looks really fun with its physics-based platformer, reminding me a little bit of QWOP for its controls. The next category is Party Games, and the one that stood out to me here was Renown, which is a base-building survival game. So basically medieval rust, but what I don't understand is how Renown is supposed to be a party game. For shooters, the first one OTK showed off really looked interesting, Fashion Police Squad, which looks to be an old-school Doom clone, but instead of shooting hell spawns with a BFG, you're shooting clothes at people who have no style. For simulators, Ages of Kataria caught my eye. Ages of Kataria looks like a more robust Animal Crossing clone with a focus on the passage of time because your character does age, along with the villagers aging over real-world weeks while you build up your village. Overall, the OTK Games Expo was personally way too long, hitting around 4 hours of announcements. For their first year out showcasing indie games from so many different developers, they could have reined this in just a little bit, especially when most of the games have vague release dates or no release dates whatsoever. Some of the categories I didn't hit were puzzles and RPG, but again, if you're interested in sitting through the entire showcase yourself, a link will be in today's show description. Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman is continuing his gaming investment crusade by purchasing a $1 billion stake in Embracer Group, acquiring 8.1% of Embracer Group shares. This investment is again done through the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund via their subsidiary Savvy Gaming Group, and makes the PIF the second-largest owner of Embracer Group shares. Embracer Group's founder and CEO Lars Winchfors commented on the investment, saying, quote, "...over the past few years, Saudi-based entities have become one of the most significant investors in the global gaming market, and the games market in MENA is one of the world's fastest-growing, with $5.7 billion in 2021 revenues and more active gamers than either the U.S. or Western Europe." The largest country in this market by far is Saudi Arabia, and having visited Saudi Arabia, I have seen the gaming community and opportunities firsthand. Now, isn't that some nicely put corporate whitewashing of Saudi Arabia and their atrocious human rights record? This is the reason I keep covering the PIF's investments into gaming, because the more and more this happens, the more gamers are going to forget about where this blood money is coming from. Solomon's entire plan here is to propagate money into these gaming companies to push out more favorable propaganda for Saudi Arabia. And if CEOs like WingeForce are going to continue to paint Saudi Arabia as the bastion of untapped potential for the gaming industry, I'm going to be right here bringing up the atrocities that Solomon and his administration has committed, like the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Intellivision over the last couple of months has been trying desperately to launch their new console, the Amico, despite really not very many people wanting one. I reported about Tommy Tallarico stepping down as CEO of Intellivision in February, and in March, Robbie Landis, who was covering for me, covered the recent reveal of the Amico itself. Well, this time around, Intellivision is laying off a portion of its staff to curb costs. In a letter to people who pre-ordered the Amoco, now-CEO Phil Adams said, quote, "...we have dramatically reined in the operating cost, which unfortunately required a significant reduction in staff." Adams' email further details plans to license out Intellivision's IPs to other developers to continue funding the development of the Amico. Adam finishes the email by going over refunds, saying, "...we are slowly processing refund requests. The public's uncertainty of our status in the last few months have understandably led to an influx of pre-order refund requests. Because of the reduced staff and financing requirements for continued operations, our responses and processing of these requests have been delayed. Rest assured that our intention is to honor all refund requests." With the Amico originally slated for an October 2020 release and having numerous delays due to the pandemic, it's more than understandable that people are pulling their money out. There is only so much that veiled promises can achieve when you're nearly two years late on your delivery date. All right, well, that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you're subscribed so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.